Hi, folks. Steve Urban here, founder and CEO at recruiting firm RiderFlex. If you enjoyed today's guest interview, please give it a like and be sure to subscribe to the RiderFlex podcast. And now a quick word from our sponsor. Try the number one marketing platform for small business. Everything you need from design to marketing to CRM. Learn more at marketing360.com. Marketing 360, fuel your brand. Shelby Dash and Christina Clifford on the RiderFlex podcast. They are from Take Two Content. How are you doing, guys? We're doing Good. great. Thanks for having us on, Steve. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. I'm, I'm happy to have you on the show. Interesting story. I love your the personal feel and the authentic feel of your brand. Uh, you're making it human. You put yourselves out there. Uh, so it's not just a, it's not, you're not just marketing a service. You're, you're keeping it real, so to speak. I like that. That's, that's right up my alley. <laughs> that's the only way to keep it. This, yeah. <laughs> so tell me, give me the personal stuff first. I want to know, you know, family, early life, where you grew up. Uh, give, give me some early stuff. Whoever wants to go first. It, it doesn't matter. Christina, you're on my left, I guess, if you want to go first. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, I had a pretty nice childhood. I, <laughs> I grew up in Kentucky, um, oh. small okay. town, Danville, right. Kentucky. Um, some of the funniest people are from Kentucky, by the way. I, you know, <laughs> like, I, I, I had a blast growing up and grew up with two older brothers who, you know, were they got into a tr into trouble from time mm. to time, and I, I was definitely labeled as one of the Clifford kids. The so, Clifford kids, okay, the Clifford yeah. kids—they were a problem in town. Yeah, they were a problem <laughs> in town, and so when I would jo join a classroom, a teacher would be like, "Oh, another Clifford kid." <laughs> Um, my brothers are doing great. They're fine. They're fine. They just had a little, you know, adolescent, mm -hmm. gotcha. rambunctious, that kind of thing. All right. You know, I, I, I did get into some trouble too, actually. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Anything cool? Like, like arrested? You had to call mom from the sheriff's office. Anything cool like that? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> got a story about that. Yeah, I do. But that's later years. And whichever I, whichever arrest you want to share whichever one you want to share <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh well we uh, we used to go out to this place called the point on mm. lake harrington and this is like not a great story it's, it's kind of a, not a sad story but my well it is a sad story but my brother he drank a little too much and he like <laughs> fell on oh. the rocks it was oh. it was really bad and he, like the ambulance came it was Ooh. kind of crazy Ooh, ooh. Um, and me, I, I guess, you know what I did what and I feel do? ashamed. You hid, you I, hid, you hid the bushes. Booze, <laughs> I took booze into a school dance and got caught. Oh, and I thought you were okay. That's, uh, I need something. I need something more, more crazy than that. That, that more was, like, that's that. okay. You that's should okay. Tell. No, 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 no. <laughs> 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 What what'd your mom and dad do though, real quick, Christina? What'd your parents do? My dad uh, owned a paint company called Decoart, um, okay. and he recently just sold it, so he's finally retired. Okay. Um, and then my mom was a teacher for a long time and raised us three crazy kids. <laughs> Are they still married? 
They are, you know, they like their space, but they're still married. <laughs> you, that's probably why they're still married. <laughs> What'd you say? That's probably why they're, why they're, they're still exactly. married because they, they, exactly. they give, give each other space. That's interesting. I was just telling my wife, uh, we were at lunch just now and I said, listen, I'm going to go camping for two or three days. We need, we need, I'm going to go by myself. So yeah. space. <laughs> I love that. I think that's the key to a relationship. My boyfriend's about to move in. So it's very, he knows that the space yeah. is going to be happening. Very okay. So not, so not married, no kids, no kids, honestly, still undecided. Um, I love kids. I just, I feel like I can't take care of myself quite yet, especially with starting this business. This business you. is kind of a baby right now. So TBD, okay. um, I got a few more years left. <laughs> okay. And you weren't, and you weren't, you were never married. This is, you just, just had relationships, never married before. Yeah. Just pick it, picking the wrong guys left and right. I finally found a okay. good one though. So, okay. All right. He's all right. Sounds good. You're going to, you're going to let him move into your house. Yes, I sure am. He's okay, very well, clean though. I'm the opposite. He, he's a little <laughs> OCD. He, he really gets down and dirty, well, down and not dirty with the yeah. scrubbing and the, he likes his things just so, so that will actually be kind of nice. <laughs> <laughs> <That's a> good... <laughs> <laughs> it's a good balance actually yeah that'll that'll probably yeah. work out just fine um okay very good uh i'm dying to ask you how kentucky girls decides to go out to california and try to make it an acting but first let's talk to shelby let's get shelby's shelby what, what's up give, give me some good stuff when you were a kid go ahead you know i don't really have any like good juicy stories about getting in trouble because i was a really good kid like <laughs> oh I was, you like, were I was a weirdly good kid, um, but I was also super weird. So there's that, um, you know, I can lean in there. Uh, my friend and I had a whole made up world, a made up language when we were like 14. This wasn't like an eight year old. This was like an eight year old thing. Um, yeah, so oh, we, wow. got, we got weird with it. Um, <laughs> but I'm from Philadelphia. Uh, I'm an only child. I'm a brat. No, okay. just kidding. I hope. I hope I'm not. She's like, she's the most giving, sharing only child I've ever met. <laughs> uh, what'd you what'd you folks do? Um, my dad is a sound engineer, so he oh. would build sound systems for like big nightclubs and also like do concerts and stuff like that. Oh, cool. And something interesting I realized about the two of us actually is that both of our dads were entrepreneurs. I and see. I think, oh. Yeah, I think that has something to do with like how we found ourselves. Oh, that just clicked. Also amazing. Oh, Christine is just <laughs> now realizing this. <laughs> when your parents uh, came to visit, I thought your dad, her dad was talking about his business and and I was like, oh, that's so interesting. Like, I think that is why we attract. Yeah, is yeah. why we're doing this. Okay. You know what I okay. mean? Okay. Okay. And uh, partners, marriages, kids, what, what's the social I live with my boyfriend. Um, okay. Our only children are a cat and a dog, Dee Dee okay. and Marty. Um, okay. Best kids I could ever ask for. <laughs> is this guy? Is this guy the one, or you're still deciding? You don't know for sure. He is the one, and he's also in the next room. <laughs> oh yes, can you hear me? Can you hear me right now? <laughs> Potentially, maybe. Well, how come, hey, has he not asked you to marry him? What's what's the holdup? What's what's going on? He with has that? not. <laughs> he has not asked me yet. You know, I don't know. You'd have to ask him. Jeez, <laughs> okay. Pressure's on now. How long has he, how long have you lived together? Has it been a year, two years? We've lived together for 
I think almost a year and almost a year. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. You're, you're getting closer. You're getting closer. Yeah. The sins, all the sins and scars and scary stuff that are coming out. I mean, you, you know, everything almost, right. You, did you oh, discover anything? Yeah. Okay. I know it all. And he knows <laughs> it all about me too. So. Okay. Yeah. All right. Very I'm good. I'm no angel. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> <laughs> What's your boyfriend do? He's a director and an editor as well. We kind of met through work. Is that so. oh, that's how you met him? You guys were shooting a video and he, or how, is that how it happened? Okay. Yeah. I mean, well, Christina and I started making, um, before we started this business, how we got our start was doing uh, like comedy videos on social, um, just for fun, for, you know, our followers and whatnot. And he was kind of doing the same thing, but a little bit differently. So we technically met through Instagram. We started doing like videos, like sometimes one of us would go and shoot a video with them. And then he made a move. He made his first movie. Bad boy, check it out. In 2019. Oh. And we were both in it. And that's when we really got to know each other. So I see. I see. I see. Well, okay. Now, what, how did you guys meet? We met in in acting class and in the the comedy world in general. Um, In California? Out in California. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, all right. I didn't know if you were like school friends, college buddies, or if you knew, so you did not know each other until you moved to LA. I see. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I, I feel like it's super hard to find a partnership like we have, like there's so many people who say they want to do all these things. They want to make these videos. They want to do all these aspirational things, but I feel like not many people have um, anything to back it up with. So when I met her, she was just like gun ho, ready to do it, ready to work. And I was very attracted to that. And she was really funny. She's a funny gal. Shelby stop, Shelby, stop checking your phone. Pay attention. Come on now. Get engaged. Sorry. You know, I just wanted to turn the air conditioning on, but then I turned the air conditioning on and it was really loud. And then I wanted uh, to turn it off. Oh, so okay. Okay. Doing. <laughs> just giving you a hard time. Uh, Christina. So let me, let me back up for a second. You're in Kentucky. Did you go to college? Cause like your LinkedIn profile, I can't tell. I, I couldn't get what did you go to school? And then how did yeah. you decide to get to LA? Let's, let's go to that first. And then we'll come back to when you guys met. Yeah. Well, I went to school at Co- uh, coastal Carolina university in South Carolina for musical theater. Oh, okay. When I was growing up in Kentucky as a kid, probably like five years old. Um, my best friend at the time, there was this new thing in town called arts for kids. And it was like this acting performing arts thing for children and I started doing that and I just like I loved it I would like I was a shy I'm very very shy kid so I think it kind of helped me come out of my shell a little bit and I did that all all the way through the end of high school and I I don't think I even had a second thing in my mind I was like I'm you're going to be an actress. You're going to be, you're going to Hollywood. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to Hollywood. I need to get out of this small town and like spread my wings. <laughs> so what'd you do? So pack I up a Subaru, drive out to Cal. Did you, you just drove out there by yourself and got an apartment or did you know somebody? Um, well, I was in South Carolina in college and my best friend at the time there, um, I was graduating. I was going to LA no matter what. Yeah. And she was a sophomore in college. And then she was like, oh, you're going to LA. She's like, you know, she's like, I'm just going to go with you. And she like drops out of college and, and we drive cross country together. And 
I mean, she, she's very successful. She's just a very, I could never be as smart as she is. Um, but that's kind of how it happened. And we, the first few years were rough. We definitely struggled exploring LA and trying to figure yeah. it out. Can I ask you, had you been to Hollywood and LA before that, before no. you drove out? A Kentucky girl driving into Hollywood, that must have been a shock to your system, right? I mean, you're just driving around town. You must have been like, well, this is a different yeah. plan. Yeah, I mean, especially because Los Angeles is so big and has so many different areas. It's like, you don't even know where your center is mm. uh, when first wow. coming here. So it was definitely okay. a lot to learn. Had a lot of weird jobs. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay, gotcha. All right, now, okay, then Shelby, how about you? Did you go to college and the same thing? You just drove out? Give me, Give me your story real quick. Yeah, I went to USC here in LA. So um, oh, that's I how see. I came out here. Ah, yeah. Um, okay. I had never been out to California before, but um, okay. yeah, since I went to school here, it was kind of like a wow. much more easy transition. I see. I see. That LA life. Where are gotcha. you? Gotcha. What's that? Where are you located? I'm in Colorado, just north of Denver. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So, all right. So you got it. I got it now. So now I know the kind of where you're at geographically and then what happens? You, you guys take a, you're in an acting class and you, you, you meet each other there. Is that what happens? Yeah. Yes. Um, Leslie Kahn, she is a acting teacher out here who specializes in comedy. She's kind of a comedic genius of sorts. Okay. And she really teaches you the whole process of um, going through a script and figuring it out and analyzing it. And she teaches you kind of how to do it for yourself too when, when acting, but also very helpful when writing. Uh, um, okay. So she, I, I remember she did this one scene, this one comedy Shelby, scene in class. Shelby did? Or the, or Shelby the, did. Okay, okay. I remember exactly what scene it was too. And I was like, oh my God, this girl's so funny. And then, <laughs> And then I don't even know how it started. It started pretty organically. Mm -hmm. we, we just started, we knew we each wanted to make stuff before like everybody was doing, before TikTok, before like the okay. oversaturation okay. of Instagram. Um, and we made some pretty bad videos. <laughs> bad. <laughs> like the writing was bad. The lighting was bad. It Everything. was all bad. Yeah. But from there we learned and we were passionate about it. So we kept going and finally found our footing. Mm -hmm. so when you first started you became friends you go out for drinks whatever you guys connect right there's an emotional connection and at first are you like hey let's let's make some videos just to get our name out there you're not thinking let's make videos to start a business this is just you're just trying to get traction for your own profiles at that time is that is that right yeah i mean when you're an actor um so much of your career is in other people's hands. Mm. Um, you don't have a lot of control. You're waiting mm. for an audition. Mm. You're waiting to get an agent. To get an agent. You're waiting. Even after those auditions, you're waiting to hopefully Oof. have the right look, the right voice, mm. um, not look too similar to the lead character, all those things. So um, kind of creating our own content yeah. was a way for us to like show what yes. we could do. Awesome. without having to wait for someone to give us the opportunity. I think that, I think that's wonderful. What were you doing to feed yourselves during this time? Were you working odd jobs? Were you waitressing? What, what were you doing? <laughs> so many weird jobs. My weirdest job by far was being a standardized patient, which is basically, you know, that Seinfeld episode where Kramer's a fake patient. Um, I did that for four years. What? 
Uh, what's it? I don't understand. I don't understand. What do you do? Like what? <laughs> Honestly, I can't say too much because they might sue me. But um, basically, <laughs> I have like it, they give you some kind of an ailment, and then medical students come in, and you have to kind of like memorize question answers and act like you have this ailment, and they oh, have I to yeah. I see. Wow. Well, that was kind of acting. A, that was that was that was a little bit of acting. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. It's really just phoning it in at 8 a.m. But you know. What was your what was your weirdest, toughest job, Christina? Um, well, first coming out here, there was a lot of weird jobs. I I one job in particular I remember I was like a, a greet girl for a used car sale. Like <laughs> I didn't know that they I have, for a while. They have those. Okay, I didn't even they know they had those. those. And the, the girls are also in charge of the customer that goes to which um, uh, car salesman. And the I car see. salesmen are like, they're hungry, you know? <laughs> they're like, he, he he got her first. And we're like having to organize. It was insanity. Wow. Um, but then okay. I bartended for over 15 years, I would say. I see. Bartending waitress I... at this one particular restaurant. Shelby, any bartending for you? Any waitressing for you? Yeah, I did waitressing. I did catering. I never made it to bartender because I wasn't good enough. I was the worst waitress. I worked at this one restaurant where they would rank you in Beverly Hills. They literally ranked the server. And and it was a public thing. Like you could look and see where you ranked. Everyone could see it. You mean the customers? The customers could see it? No, not the customers, but like the whole staff. And then basically how you ranked, they would give you like better sections, like more desirable sections, whatever. I couldn't make it out of the bottom three. Okay. <laughs> I could not climb out of the bottom three. They <laughs> hated me. Hated oh my. Me. <laughs> okay. Sorry. So you guys are doing these odd jobs. You're going to auditions and trying to get acting gigs and hooking up together to make these videos all at the same time. Is that right? It was a lot. It's still a lot. It's still a lot. <laughs> Yeah, right. Plus, you're trying to have a social life too, like somewhere, somewhere in there. Right. Um, okay. Wow. All right. Did you ever, either one of you, get called? Have you been in? Uh, name your name. The biggest thing you've been in. Do you want to share that? Have you been? Have you been like an extra in a big movie that I need to know about? Oh no! I mean, oh gosh. Well, no. I I've done a few commercials here okay. and there. Um, I was in a horror film that oh. shot in Georgia the country the country is it if i look it up on amazon can i can i rent it tonight watch that the oh, country. Yeah. It's on Netflix. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> um i had i had an experience i mean like i i wouldn't take it back for the world because i met some really great people and like the director was awesome and like i wouldn't take it back especially just have like being there for a month and a half was wild um yeah so it was a really great experience and if you want to okay. watch it Netflix, you should yeah which one were you do you get killed super fast or do you make it how, how long do you make it um till the end i get killed oh okay now. all right all right shelby <laughs> how about you what, what what have you been in i need to watch probably the biggest thing i've been in is my boyfriend's movie butt boy which came out i think in 2020 what is it, what so. is it? butt boy did you did you say butt, butt boy? boy yeah it's called oh. butt boy you, you can rent butt it boy. on amazon butt um, boy. is it an x is it x-rated butt, butt boy I don't know, it's got a title like it's x-rated. i wish it was um, 
<laughs> no, it's not. It's a it's a really dark comedy. Um, uh, okay. And when you watch it, you'll understand why it's called that. It's sort of okay. like Seven, if Seven were a comedy, believe it's it or like not. It's like a Fincher film, but there's like one joke. It, it, it's, it's got a cult following now. It does. Oh, really? Okay. All right. Very cool. All right. So you guys are having fun. You're getting to know each other. Um, you're doing this content, by the way, your videos, this is a good time to kind of, kind of tell the audience what's going on here. Right. You want to share some links you want to share. Tell us what you want to share. By the way, it's take two, the number two, take two content.com, right? That's the URL and the name of the company. Mm -hmm. Um, and then the YouTube page is also, is it take two content YouTube page? Yes, it's the same. And if you want to see some of our old uh, comedy videos where we got started, um, I think you can just Google my name, Shelby Dash, and our old channel will come up too. So. Okay, very good. Are you guys doing stand up? Are you going to any? Are you doing clubs? No, she did for a while. I did it for a little bit, but um, you know, it's so hard to do stand up. Like I'm not a night person, but I'm a morning person. Okay. Right, well, yeah. I'm not into, you know, going to Rocky's bar in studio city at 9 PM on a Tuesday. That's not for me. You know, <laughs> I'm a bunch of creepy guys hanging out. We're good. We're good on that. You know? Um, so, uh, I did try it and I did enjoy it, but, um, it also, it's just, Stand-up is so much work, and anyone that does it, like, knows it's another job. A whole it's a hustle, job. yeah. Okay, I want to come back to comedy and stand-up, but first, let's go ahead and let's get the three-minute elevator pitch on take-two content. What, what, why should they call you? Who needs to call you? Who do you serve? What do you do? Tell us. Yeah. We're a one-stop shop video production company that can make a really funny ad for your brand or business, um, anywhere from TikTok to YouTube. We've recently done a couple broadcasts. So we're, we're kind of doing it all. We, we love people who are willing to take risks with their content, who want to, you know, make something funny, really get outside the box. Cause we think that's what gets the eyeballs. Yes. Um, that was a long elevator pitch, but well said. <laughs> kind of, are you talking like dollar shave club type commercials? Type, yeah. type videos exactly yeah we love okay. that yeah we love those yeah okay um and then what's your target audience is it are you doing small to medium-sized companies do you target any specific industries like who are you going after um you know we're kind of flexible right now we work with a few different i guess categories of clients like we have some clients that are just influencers that want regular content. We have some clients that are really small businesses that can maybe afford like one video and that's their whole brand video. And then we have, yeah. And then we have some uh, bigger clients that we work with more regularly that are doing, you know, a lot more YouTube ads and they're doing broadcasts. So we kind of run the gamut. Um, and then in terms of industries, I would say we're, we're pretty open. Um, we weirdly have kind of a niche in the pet product industry, but really, really. Um, but okay. I think just maybe because sometimes those companies are like open to comedy because you know animals are fun and cute. Um, gotcha. But yeah, we we do it all, and I feel like there's yeah. always room for comedy, um, even when you think your product may not 
have Agreed. a comedic edge somewhere where there's a problem and relatability there can be comedy yeah totally agree how big is the company is it, is it you two and shelby's boyfriend or what who's who's involved it's, us two. <laughs> it's just us two we do hire um like you know independent contractors like depending on the size of the shoot sometimes it's just the two of us sometimes you know we hire like a full crew uh it just depends okay so if it's a I don't know if the word smaller is right, but if it's a smaller commercial, you you have some lighting and camera equipment yourselves. You guys haul it in there yourselves, depending on the situation, or you outsource it to a bigger crew and then you direct them accordingly, I guess. Is that, does that sound right? Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, we're producers, I guess. So okay. Um, okay. no matter, like for a, com a commercial or a YouTube ad, we're, we're usually going to pitch the ideas, write the spot and then cast it, um, hire the crew, book the location, set the day, do the editing. Um, and then, uh, yeah, that's, that's about it. Right. Are you using an agency, one, one agency in particular for the actors that you bring in? How did, I'm curious how that works. Yeah, well, we're lucky to have, to have a whole network of actors that we've yeah. gotten to know over the last yeah. 10, 15 years. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, we have people we, we want to pull from, we're always looking for, for new talent and I'm okay. currently in an acting class. So I'm always like keeping my eye out. Um, but yeah. And then we can always ask friends of a friend for, for okay. who they think could be good for a certain spot. And then my commercial agency, I've reached out to them before to see if they have, um, the stats of a, of a character. So Okay. Yeah, we'll also sometimes reach out to our old acting studio and she'll send uh -huh. over um, suggestions. All right. And how do you guys split up the tactical work? Like who's the director, who's the writer, who's the producer, who's the, who, who does what? We kind of share almost every task, I would say. Like we both, I think, are... She's um, better with the technical stuff. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> but we both... Um, <clears throat> Yeah, I guess we we bounce off of each other a lot and it kind of goes project to project. Like we sort of trade off who will edit what. Um, right now she's taking on more of the editing. So okay. then, you know, I might do more outreach or I might do, do more producing or something like that. Yeah, who's doing the sales? Who's who's bringing in the, the, the gigs? Who's doing that? <laughs> That's a good question, isn't it? Well, um, you know we've gone through phases where we've done like big spurts of just straight up outreach okay. and um we, you know we've gotten some people through that luckily now i think we're kind of getting to a place where we're getting referrals which has been great okay. very good um, so we've been pretty busy recently have um, you okay all right well, uh, what do you can you are you making enough are you making enough money to pay yourselves yet? Or do you still have to do stuff on the side? Where are you at? Where are you at in the life cycle of this, this startup? Well, we're in, I feel like we're kind of in this weird place <clears throat> where there's like all these things on the table, but they haven't been necessarily sought through yet. So <clears throat> there's a lot of things coming at once. So it's, it's a lot of, you know, managing and, and figuring that out. I wouldn't say we're like in the clear when it comes to money, but we're, we're still like working through that. I mean, our business is still very young. We started the LLC in no November, August, August of August last year. Of last year, so less than a oh, year. 
Oh, okay. Less, less than, less than a year. All right. Yeah. I mean, our goal is to hopefully bring somebody on and so they can do the, the kind of stuff that we hate, honestly. <laughs> like the and what do you hate? <laughs> what do you, what do you hate doing? Carrying the cameras in the ourselves, room. the outreach, that kind of thing. Oh, you don't. Oh, so you don't like the outreach? You don't like the the, the sales part of it, huh? The biz, the biz dev. You don't like that? No, I mean, what we do enjoy is like when someone's interested. I think we really enjoy pitching ideas, um, but Sell, in, selling them in that way. Yeah, yeah. Right. But in terms of like reaching the initial call or cold outreach, yeah. it's yeah. Yeah, not our favorite thing or our forte, really. Yeah, yeah. Also accounting, we'd love to have someone do the books because let me tell you, I am so bad at it. Every time <laughs> I put something in, I send it to her. She's like, girl, this does not look right. <laughs> uh, I know somebody. I'll send you somebody via email. Oh, okay, okay, great. I know somebody. By the way, do I have both? Let's see. Who, let me make sure. I'm, we don't have to share that contact content. We don't have to share the information on the recorded call here, but I do have Christina's email. So yeah, you can. Christ- I mean, it's fine if we say Christina at Take Two Content or okay. Shelby at Take Two Content. Okay, is that how people can get a hold of you? Yeah, yeah. All right, all right, very good. I'll uh, I'll drop you um, some information on on somebody oh, that will awesome. be able to help. Cool. Um, okay, so so it is truly a startup that you are bootstrapping. Have you? Did you have to? take on any cash have you raised any cash are you planning on raising any cash no we no no and no (laughs) yeah i mean i for for a while like even before we we started the official llc i've been like taking a little from the savings i was kind of weaning off my uh my bartending job which i finally did but you know we still have money coming in from the last jobs but it's nothing it's nothing that is hundred percent sustainable just yet, but like we see the future and we see the opportunities coming in and we're very positive about, about that. So okay. nobody's putting cash besides you two. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Us and our clients. We've only yeah, understand. like $800, I think. And then obviously <laughs> and the rest of I see. But. Okay. Okay. Very good. And the boyfriends aren't uh, uh, equity holders. They don't own any parts of the part of the LLCs. Not yet. No, no. They, they get nothing. Get a whole lot of nothing. <laughs> is, it, is it? How did you? Uh, did you write up an operating agreement? Do you have a clean? Uh, you do. Okay. Yeah. And luckily, is it, I have a lawyer friend who who um, right. he probably hates me right now because I've gone to him <laughs> so many times recently. Uh, but he looked over that for us and um, good. We do good. have an accountant we talk to as well who's who's helped us as well. It, yeah. That's good. Is it 50 50 or is it 51 49? Who owns who's who's captain? 50 50. It's 50 50. I think we trust each other, you know. So everyone was recommending doing the 49 51, but I think yeah. we just trust each other that much that it didn't make a difference for us. Have you guys yeah. gotten in an argument about anything yet? I mean, I'm sure you have. You, you've known each other long enough. I'm sure you've gotten yeah. in some spats. I mean, come on. I don't think we've ever gotten in like a fight or an argument, but we will like hold our ground with certain things. Like sometimes there's something where she's like, no, 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 it needs to be this way. I'm like, no, 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 it needs to be this way. But usually we'll find a compromise. I mean, before even before we started this LLC, we've been working together for probably 10 years. Yeah. So. I mean, I can tell when she gets agitated. And, <laughs> Same. and then I know when to back off. 
So Shelby's I'm, the, I'm the annoying one in this relationship. No, that's not honest. true. That's not true. I am so like anal retentive. Like I am like her boyfriend. Like I like to have things a certain way. Um, I'm I'm a big old bitch. No, she's not. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah you know if you would have asked me i would have said go 5149 as well just because mm-hmm. of my that experience and people i know and i mean i've seen you know i i guess as long as the operating agreement has some sort of mechanism in it that says okay if we disagree we're going to flip a coin or whatever there as long as there's something that kind of clarifies what happens when the shit hits the fan and you do get into an argument because even if you love each other and right eventually you're going to have a, a, a major disagreement about something it's inevitable because you're yeah human yeah, being. yeah that's so, true uh, I you know i just always it. caution people to have even if you don't have 5149 it's good to have some sort of previous uh, yeah yeah something because <laughs> yeah. shelby because yeah. shelby's feisty i can tell she's eventually gonna push you off christina oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, no just give you a hard time okay very good i appreciate that that overview of what you guys do so the pricing now didn't i see am i mistaken or did i see the pricing right on the website didn't i yeah, there's some ranges on the website. Yeah, yeah, mostly ranges. I'm surprised by that. I'm sure you've had some investors tell you not. I'm not. You probably had some advisors tell you not to put the pricing on the website. Probably, huh? Well, you know, mm-hmm. we first of all, we don't really have any advisors. So if you're listening out you there, do now, then, you do now. You do now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I guess the reason we put the prices on the website is because a lot of people don't understand what video entails, and they might see something on our site they're like oh I want that and their budget is $500 so the reason we put that on there is just so that people know off the bat like please don't make us go through the pitch process if your budget is only $500 but that said I'd love to hear your thoughts as to why we shouldn't so I, I understand everything you just said, and a lot of that does make sense. You're trying to weed out the people that you don't want to burn minutes on. So I, mm-hmm. I get it. Um, but, you know, the, in the early stage where you're just trying to get traffic and you're trying right. to make connections, you're trying to network, you're trying to talk to people, um, I think you might be missing out on conversations that could lead to other conversations right yeah um that that's all i mean but it depends on how much time you have because i will i will tell you when i when i saw the prices myself not to scare all the scare the listeners off but uh (laughs) when i saw the prices i was like oh okay uh yeah this is gonna knock out a lot of small businesses that really do need help making a video i i think a lot of a lot of small business owners do need help making videos and you're right. They can't afford, I think I saw one that was 35,000. Let's see, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, that's that higher tier. Yeah. For something that's more on in line with like broadcast or, or something that's a higher yeah. scale. I'm not, by the way, I'm not saying that's too high. I'm sure it's totally justified for what you do. I just, anyway, yeah, I, um, I don't know. I, I, it's a, it's a debatable topic. I probably, yeah. if it were me, I probably wouldn't put the prices on there. What I might do is say, Hey, if you want to, if you're interested, give me your name and phone number and tell me what your budget is. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and yeah, then that's you, way better. The then, thing about that though, 
is people never want to tell you what their budget is. We, yeah, we tried that. Okay. We've okay. asked so many times and they always say, oh, I don't know, you know, we're open. Let's hear your ideas. And it's like, well, um, we kind of need to know. So. Yeah, I understand. I understand. I had a guy tell me once, he's like, why would you, he's like, why would you give your prices out without collecting the customer's uh, data uh, for future? So he made us, the guy that we had, our, one of our mentors, he's like, make them, make them fill out their name and email address, at least capture their name and email address before yeah. you give them pricing. But uh, anyway. That's a great idea. We should do that. Yeah. And when would you, th when would you think is the best time to then reveal what your price range may be? <clears throat> yeah. I think the first conversation is fine. Yeah. I yeah. mean, just be like, Hey, Hey Johnny, go, guy to meet you. Thank you so much. Hey, look, let's just do a quick phone call. Not even a video conference. Let's mm -hmm. just do a five minute call. Nice to meet you. Got your email. Wanted to reach out. Hey, thanks a lot. Appreciate your, your interest in our brand, by the way, please like our stuff and subscribe, subscribe to our YouTube videos. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah. Hey, listen, I don't want to waste your time because I know it's super valuable. Just tell me, I just need to know your budget right up front because listen, here's our pricing and then maybe you just knock it out like that. But at least yeah, you're, yeah. you're capturing you're capturing info from clients that might be able to, from prospects that might be able to afford you later when they raise yeah. cash. You know what yes. I mean? Yeah. They might get investors, yeah. they might raise cash and then they're like, oh man, I want to go back to Shelby and Christina. I couldn't afford yeah. them before, but anyway. And then, and then you, and then you can drip, then you can drip on them. You got their data. And then over time you're dripping on them every three to four months. You're like, Hey, Johnny, just checking in. Did you get that cash raised? Cause if you did, you can use some of that to pay us to make you a video. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> yes. I love that. Yeah. Uh, I love that. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So the price we talked about price because I did see that I was a little surprised to see that on video. Okay. Um, and then the other thing is um, your social media, uh, personal social media from both of you. I'm just curious about this. So, Christina, I looked at your LinkedIn pro your profile. Your LinkedIn profile is um, not, not, uh, it's not extensive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're very correct on that, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> um, is there a reason? Is, what's your strategy there? What's, what's, what are you doing? Tell me what you're doing there. Just curious what your strategy is. There, there is no strategy in that department necessarily. Like we, we have used LinkedIn a lot. We, we created like a take to LinkedIn as well. I saw that. Um, I saw that. Per your point, there is definitely some work to be done on my personal page, and I'm sure Shelby's is awesome. Shelby's is only Shelby's is only slightly better. It's just a little <laughs> barely. <laughs> uh, we're newbie um, business people. We're, we're trying to learn as we go and, you know, take one thing. I totally understand. Time. Totally understand. Um, if I were you guys, I'd, I'd bang the shit out of LinkedIn with what you're doing mm -hmm. because now you're, you, you are business owners, right? So you're selling a service and LinkedIn is the place to do it. Yeah. In my, in my mind, LinkedIn is, um, LinkedIn is like a giant trade show, but it's open <laughs> all the time. Yeah. So there's this, there's this 24 hour a day trade show with a bunch of little booths and everybody's walking, <laughs> everybody's walking around, passing out business cards. Hey, how you doing? This is what I do. This is what you do. Cool. Cool. Nice to meet you. Oh, let's connect. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I might need you. That's what it is. Yeah. And, uh, and you guys have a really cool, unique, your, your brand is unique. 
Um, your, your image is unique. Your approach is unique, which I really mm -hmm. love. And I think the more you're on LinkedIn, the more you're talking about it, the more you're putting out stuff on LinkedIn, people are like, oh yeah, I need, I need a video. And then they click on it and they're like, whoa, whoa, these girls are pretty cool. Well, let me follow them. Uh, you yeah, know. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's what I thought. I, when I first saw you, I'm, I shit you not, this was my reaction when I get right, when I was getting ready to the podcast, this is what I do every morning. I'm like, okay, who do we got today? Because I like to, you know, listen to stuff on the treadmill before the interview. So I go to the LinkedIn profile and I pull up Christina's LinkedIn profile. I'm like, what the fuck? What is, what is this? She's got it. <laughs> and at first, and then I pull up Shelby. I'm like, I thought they were in marketing. What, what's going on here? So at first I'm like, all right, this is not going to be good. And then, <laughs> then, then I went to your website and then I went, and then from there I went to the YouTube videos and then I was like, okay, they're cool. I'll, this is going to be good. <laughs> uh, my point is if I hadn't gone to the website, like I may have just bypassed your service on LinkedIn and been like, no, I'm not using it. Right. Once, yeah. but once I saw your videos and stuff and I saw you guys on camera, I was like, oh, they're cool. Yes. I want to talk to them. <laughs> so, yeah so uh, basically don't skimp is the lesson i i would i would be all over social media because you guys have you're, you're so energetic you're so positive you're so together your chemistry is awesome i'm sure you've been told that before i'm sure i'm sure all the acting people all your acting friends are, have told you that. <laughs> but your your chemistry is really good together so when you're on when you're on camera you're very attractive attractive as in you're yeah. attractive okay what am i calling yeah, you're, we know you're what both, you're saying. Yeah, you're both attractive, but I mean, your 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 right. personalities are attractive. Like I'm like, oh, I want to know more. Like, oh, oh, I want to. <laughs> yeah, know more. yeah. And uh, and I think the more you're on LinkedIn, the more you're on social media, the more you're blasting the crap out of that, the better. So anyway, that's good anyway. feedback because I yeah. think we definitely neglect LinkedIn. That's like our last, the last yeah. rung of our social media <laughs> that we pay attention to, obviously. <laughs> uh okay now i want to ask you now if you don't mind um and and just for the listeners too like you know i i would suggest calling shelby and christina and telling them what you're what you're after what you're trying to build at least drop them a voicemail drop them an email tell, tell them what your budget is if they can if, if they think it fits you maybe they'll, they'll get back to you yeah um, we do a, a free 30 minute call as well for okay. anybody that's interested to learn more Okay, very good. Um, can can the uh, founders be in the video if they want to? Yeah, we yeah. love that. What if, what if they're like bald and fifty five? Is that can they be in? <laughs> yes, 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 we love it. We love it. <laughs> uh, that's right. I'm on, I'm on camera plenty enough already. My kids already give me a bunch of shit about it. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, that would be cool. Actually, my sons are good looking men. I mean, they're both. The 30 and 26. Uh, yeah, so they're older. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. I want to ask you, I want to move into a topic before we run out of time because I'm really fascinated about this. So we're going to switch gears here a little bit and just talk about comedy and how do comedians and comics and comedy, how does it survive with this world we're living in where you can't hardly say anything like every single thing offends people you know it's like yeah. i mean earlier here let me give you a perfect example when i first started talking to you guys i said i said you guys and i'm like oh yeah i'm not supposed to say guys anymore i don't know is that i can't remember right right, right. And yeah I, i'm like so how are you guys going to deal with this this 
strange world we're living in where it feels like if you're in comedy, you got to be careful about every little thing. Can, can you talk about your approach yeah. and how you're dealing with this, this, this situation? Um, but I think our humor is, <clears throat> sorry, a little more innocent. <laughs> it's okay. a little more because we, we okay. do really go on that relatability factor and we don't want to exclude anybody. So I think like Shelby says, a lot, a lot of people, a lot of people think that comedy has to be like abrasive or aggressive in some way or mm -hmm. curse words all the time. Like it doesn't yeah. have to be that it can, it can be straight relatability. And there are very creative ways to make something funny without offending anybody or making anybody feel excluded. So it, it is an interesting time right now. And we're, we're, we're learning to so Shelby, gonna... anything you want to add? Um, yeah, I mean, I think she said it really well. Um, I think it will swing back and we will have a little bit more freedom. But um, I, I think, too, it's like, you know, with the Internet today, anything you do, you know, is going to upset people. So you can have something that's totally safe and totally fun and totally light and people can still find a reason to be upset. Like, you know, oh, you used a woman instead of a man or, oh, you know, this person said this one thing. And as long as, you know, you're not, it, it's tough, but it's like, you know, I think we're pretty good, like she said, about um, keeping our co our comedy in the in the realm of relatable and something that you'd want to share with your friends and family, pulling on those things that we all share, those little insecurities, those little problems that, you know, when someone exposes them, it becomes funny. It's like, oh my gosh, that happens to me too. So we kind of stay in that area and always yeah. tell when someone's being yeah. authentic or when they're trying to push the mm -hmm. boundaries for shock mm -hmm. value. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And I think when you're new to comedy, sometimes you think that's what comedy is. You think you have to shock people and you have to throw them off their game and say something really like wild and out there. But that's not true at all. Comedy really lives in the place where it's something that resonates with the audience, not something that pushes them away or makes them feel weird. Um, obviously there's like real pros like Norm MacDonald who is able to do that. But um, you know, with us and especially in the commercial world, uh, we keep it to those like relatable values, I would say. Okay. Have you ever, have you ever made something and you cut it out later where you're like, Ooh, that's going to piss somebody off. Let's take that out. Has that happened? Has that happened? Um, maybe with like, a, well, okay. For example, we, we started a take two TikTok and we recently did a video and I think, I think we said some like curse words or something. I'm like, Hey, I was going to tell, I was like, should we put this on our TikTok? Cause there are some curse words maybe that wouldn't be a, like a good look but at the same time it it is light and fun and in jest so I, okay I, I don't yeah yeah and all of our old comedy videos are about <laughs> relationships between like us and our boyfriends about female friendship about okay. farting like we probably should have <laughs> taken down the fart video <laughs> <laughs> So uh, we, we don't have anything up that like, we don't, you know, for us, it's not fun and it's not funny if we feel like we're making someone upset. So. Oh, you're eventually going to make somebody upset. I mean, if you get big oh, enough, you're going to, <laughs> should you, Shelby, I'll ask you first, should you, should people have the right to say whatever they want on social media? 
Um, you know, I was I listened to your last episode where you guys were talking about this, and I thought mm-hmm. it was really interesting. Um, I am so torn on this topic. I think you guys had great arguments in terms of free speech, but then in terms of something like Twitter being a private business and being able tough to, you know, control the narrative. So, yeah, I to be honest, I don't know. For me, when it comes to cancel culture, it's like if you're bringing up something from someone's like past that they then acknowledge and apologize for and have like actual remorse for, um, you know, we're all humans. We all make mistakes. Um, as long as we're learning and growing, that's like all we can do. So in terms of canceling someone after they've, you know, apologized and grown from the experience, I think that's not ideal because then it's, then we're living in this world where we can't make any mistakes. We have to be perfect all the time and that's impossible. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, you know, if you are a company and you have people saying crazy things that are, you know, encouraging who's, people to hurt people mm-hmm. or something like that, that's not good either. The problem is who's defining what's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That's the mm-hmm. thing. It's like, I guess, is what you're saying going to, um, you know, make someone want to go out and physically harm other people? Is yeah. what you're saying a danger to society? Um, like you said, where do we draw those lines? But I think that's, you know, is it an old tweet that, you know, you shouldn't have said and you feel really bad about and you've apologized for? Or is it something that's like encouraging people to, um, take aggressive action let me make a note let me make a note dig into shelby's old tweets no i'm just playing (laughs) (laughs) i think i've written two tweets in my life so Uh, okay Uh, christina did you have anything that you wanted to add to that or do you feel differently in any way i mean i just want everybody to love each other (laughs) yeah well (laughs) i just Uh, me too me too I, (laughs) i i mean i just feel like i don't know how but in a perfect world people could come together and see the other side. I think that's a lot of the problems is we don't mm. empathize as much. Mm. We don't mm. look mm. at the other people's points. Mm. And I feel like it's it's becoming such a blockade. And I wonder if it's, if it is because of social media and like even kids these days, it worries me that they're very much on their phone they're not looking in their friend's eyes if they've like said something that's hurt them like there's a lot of blockades and barricades that is 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 preventing us from connecting on a human level because i think deep down we all want good i think we all want the good for each other i just think the communications have been so skewed and you look at these comments on an Instagram post and it's, I know. it's just like, oh, <laughs> it's crazy. So crazy. it's really hard to navigate right now. Definitely. Well said. I, I agree. It's a, it's a very difficult question. The, the control of information flow through the internet. That's a tough, that's a tough, it's a tough one. It's a tough yeah. one. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm glad I don't have to figure it out, but I like talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. Uh, uh, I hope that uh, you guys don't ever, 
you get big on YouTube and then you you piss off Google and they just wipe you out. They just cancel your your, your profile. Uh, <laughs> I, hope so too. I hope Google yeah. pays attention to us. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Wouldn't you, wouldn't it be nice to be big enough to actually be canceled? Right. <laughs> yeah. Big enough to be canceled. That's a new term. We just we just term we just we just coined that term. Yeah. Okay. I know we're almost out of time here. Um, I gotta ask you. I have to ask you this because you're act actors. This is really important. This is probably okay. the best. It's probably the most important question so far. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Here we go. Should Will Smith have slapped Chris Rock? <laughs> Absolutely not. Nope. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Not. Yeah. Not cool. Right. Yeah. Not. I agree. Yeah. Not. 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 Not, cool. not good. Not good. Not. Not, not good. Not a good not look. Good. Not a good look. Not a. Not a good look. I actually think. Hell, I don't know. I just for, from thirty thousand feet, I think there, there's there's some demons in there. Something something's going on behind the curtain in there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, oh, very yeah. much so, very much so. <laughs> just look within. <laughs> this world would be a better place. It's true. I I love I love everything about you guys. I I, I you really except our LinkedIn. <laughs> well, I don't want to make it sound like I was picking on you. I just want to help. I. I I talk to marketing video people all the time. I mean, I'm constantly, they're either on the podcast. Mm-hmm. I know them here in Boulder in Colorado because they own agencies. We have, I mean, I know a shit ton of marketing video people. None of them are as cool as you. Okay. <laughs> That's so nice. You, know, Thank you guys you. have, you have this chemistry attraction together that makes you very unique so Aww. i think the more people that more the more people that find out about you they're going to want to use you just because just because they're going to want to that way they can tell their friends you know thank um, you we think so yeah so i'll help you get it out there. i'll do whatever i can um appreciate you being on the rider flex podcast and sharing your story thank you very much thank, thank you, you steve you were awesome too we had, we 